Hi, this is Avi Fischoff, and this recording is regarding twisted parenting, affectionately known as TP, which is an alternative approach that I personally developed over many years to guide families on how to deal with kids in crisis that are unfortunately in a situation of pikuach nefesh, grave danger. And I think the answer is there's a story of, of I forgot who, because you guys know I have a bad memory. There's a story of somebody. If somebody came to America and asked some gadol, maybe Rebuchanan Wasserman, or maybe, I don't know, I don't know who exactly, somebody, right? And he said about coming to America, it's a Tumana Medina, and he feels very bad, he doesn't want to go there, he's worried about bad ashpa, and the Rebbe, Rav, whoever it was, anybody know what I'm talking about? Said to him, uh, it's okay, you can go, and you could stay there as long as you feel that way. Okay, so with her, you're building up her ruchnius because she's saying, "I don't, I don't want that," and you're teaching her, "Yeah, but this is important." We're not, again, we're not, we're not showing her anything that's not appropriate. It's that she re- doesn't want to watch Harry Potter. Okay, she's a Dahabana person, and she's going to watch Harry Potter to save her sister's life because she is in a matzav v'koach nefesh, and that's the right thing to do. If your Pisic says it's the right thing to do, okay, which he will, because I know you're Pisic. And uh, and no, and you should run it by him, okay? And the Pisic should say, you're, this, you know, I think that when your Rebbe tells her, this is your Avodah Hashem, that's going to be a Shmira, first of all, that it will, you won't be damaged from doing Avodah Hashem, number one. Number two, she's going to feel, she, instead of feeling yucky about it, which is a, a very good tool of the Sahara, she's going to feel good about it, Ruchni. She's going to finish and feel closer to Hashem instead of feeling that, 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 right? So I think, forget about it, her meeting me. Let the Rebbe do it. Let the Rebbe tell her, even call her up, you're doing, and you could say, you know, he knows what to say, of course, but the Bashem talks about it, and all the Svarim talk about it, to give up your Ruchnius for somebody else's Gashmius. <coughs> that is Ruchnius. She shouldn't be going to the movie theater with her. She shouldn't be doing things, but you have to have super siyata d'shmaya, super use your, your bina yisera, it's not going to be a problem. As far as I'm concerned, your kids are going to be fine. Bezus Hashem. I'm not worried about your daughter. She's a tzaddikist, and she doesn't want to do these things, and that's going to really protect her. Let the Rebbe speak to her, and as far as where to draw the line, look, it's impossible for me to know, but you guys are, are TP professionals. You know what's good for your daughter. You know what you need to do. But let me explain something to you. Let's just, to get clarity on this, the easiest way to get clarity on this, and you're going to see how you, how you know everything, God forbid, Rahman al-Islam, your kip doesn't have emotional cancer. Is not in bed, depressed, and at risk, no. But she's never physically sick in the hospital. Physical cancer, okay? You could have the most yeshiva shabacham in the world. They're going to go to Manhattan, they're going to go visit her, and they're going to see nurses, and they're going to see television, they're going to wait for hours, and all of a sudden, everything is like, yeah, you have an assignment, you have to be omen, but it's not even a question of whether you're going to go. Nobody would say, no kids, kids would say, I'm not going to visit my sister in the hospital, I can't be there. No such thing. We had over here a Pinchas Friedman, who was so good, one of the fathers said, if I'm going to take my kid to a movie, right, which we all know, because I say it a thousand times, that Rav Shmuel Kamenetsky says no, and all the other Rabbanim say yes, so you have to ask your Rav. His Rav said, go to a movie. So yes, Rav Shmuel, but I'm going to have bad thoughts that I'm going to see in the movie, things that are not appropriate. So what did Pinchas Friedman say? He said, yeah, you will. The guy says, oh, then I can't go. He says, no, you got to do the right thing. And if Hashem puts you in a matzav nesayim, you'll either be oymed and muskaber, right? Or you'll fall and you'll do tshuva. But it's not an option to not do the medicine to save your kid. And again, if we go to physical, nobody, the most chinyak person in the world, is not going to say, 
I'm not going to my kid in the hospital because I have to go by train, I don't have a car, and it's mixed, and then I have to go through Times Square, and I have to see things. You try your best not to do Averis, for sure, but nobody ever doesn't do the right thing. So you're training your children something that I'm horrified that Nebuchadnezzar you have to teach them, but I'm a little bit horrified that the rest of Kali Yisrael doesn't even know this. Like my kids at least grew up with this. My kids understood. You give up for Yenem. Your ruchnis, your gashmis, your pants, your shoes, your shirt, your home, your fun, your seat in the car. I took my kids to Canada, right, with two home sweet homeboys reeking from cigarette smoke. Reeking. And my four kids. And these kids always, the home sweet homeboys always went first. And my kids all ages, 4, 8, 12, 13, whatever, knew they're going to go first because they need to. So in a way, I'm horrified that Nebuchadnezzar, you have to teach your kids that there's something called dysfunction and something called depression and there's something called Nebuchadnezzar suicide that we're trying to avoid and there's something called drugs and there's something called Chil Shabbos. Your kids should never know that. But I'm also a little horrified that the 99.9% of cholesterol growing up wouldn't even notice this stuff. It would just like would walk over the bodies and don't know the concept of major part of Chal Yisrael, like Chazanish said. Chazanish said, everybody wakes up in the morning, we all say, Shalaya Sani Goy. But how much of a yid are you? How practicing? He said, to the degree that you will give up for a Nochayid, that's how much Jew you are. I had somebody, they had a home sweet homeboy over for Shabbos, and the guy needed a shirt. And the, the wife was more of the, the one who arranged it and everything. The husband wouldn't lend one of his white shirts. He had 30 of them. Wouldn't, forget about give it. Wouldn't lend his white shirt to this boy for Shabbos. Something's wrong. Other people would say, this is my last shirt. Let me take it off. And here you go. This is for you. So how much of a Jew are you, Zakta Chazanish, to the degree that you're willing to give up for Nachayid? And you're teaching your kids to have a serious nefesh. And once in a while, it comes out to be a ruchnis, the kashayla. But most of the time, it's putting her first around the house, doing the chores that she was supposed to do, letting her sit in the front, even though it's your turn. They're being brought up to be angels. They really are. They're being brought up in a house where we have a chayla. That, that's even harder than a chayla. Because if she had nebuch tubes, so okay, everyone gives up for someone with tubes. She doesn't even look like she has tubes. She can look lazy and manipulative, and she can look spoiled, and she can look whatever. And they're being brought up to understand with depth that there's sickness and this chalim nefesh, and this chinuch for them, the Hashem, is going to make them super special people. They're going to steig from this. They're going to steig from this. Now, once in a while, it's going to be a ruchni sticker thing. Okay, so you're going to have to really use your seichel, and you're going to have to figure out based on your kids, you know, because everyone here is different. So everyone's level of what their kids are exposed to is different. And you have the best Astaira in the world. You have Stachina Rebbe guiding you, who knows your family. He'll tell you what to do. I guarantee you he's going to be totally fine with all of this stuff. Because, you know, you have to see the bigger picture. You're saving your daughter's life. Now, to answer your first question, this is Negev for everybody. I think everything I said so far is Negev for everybody, right? You've got to raise your kids not to be selfish and to understand the pain and to understand that other people, like you are, like, I, I'm actually, I think about you guys because what you did to your other nine kids, or maybe ten since then you came here, I don't know what you guys, <laughs> okay, with your other nine kids, what you've taught them, your chinuch of your other nine kids, wow. You made them into amazing people. I don't know what they were like before. Maybe they were also amazing, but now they're like super amazing. They had the kids bombing each other, which is great. They invented that, sibling bombing. 
to all the different ages of buying for your whole house is full of gifts, buying and love and and, and people people outside of this room fighting and screaming and selfish and yelling and angry and here you're all happy and the kids don't have very much. When I met them, it's like they will give their peanut butter sandwich away, no problem. And you should be very proud of that. They're not spoiled. They get very little and they share it. No problem. I ask them. I ask them so many times. Are you guys jealous? Are you jealous? Are you jealous? You could have everything in the world. No problem. So it's very important to teach your other kids this amazing lesson that you might as well teach them because they're growing up with this kind of dysfunction at home. They might as well learn that this is Yiddishkeit. This is what the Chazanish said. And when they give up, like I did with your kids, right? The Mavatar chart. Did you ever make a chart? Make a chart. No. Do it. Make a chart and reward them. <coughs> reward them. Every 10 Mavatars, you get a... You know what's the great thing about kids? You can reward them. You can give them a star for every Mavatar. And then when you get 10 stars, you can give them an, on another chart a star. <laughs> you get it? I did the Tefillah thing in my shul. I got all the kids inspired to Davenwell, right? So I would give them tickets. I was that guy, you know. I gave them all tickets. I had them on benches. We had 15 kids. I gave them tickets. And then if they did super good, I made like a, you get an extra ticket now. And they all did it. They gave them all an extra ticket. And they all felt great. But if everyone gets an extra ticket, it doesn't increase your odds in the raffle at all. <laughs> right? And I was able to get these kids to get an extra, all get, and you're all going to get them. They're totally happy. That, okay, maybe they're because they're eight. But whatever. The point is, it feels good to get an extra raffle ticket, even if you're 80, and you know that everyone's going to get it and it doesn't increase your odds. So normal kids are going to work so hard for a star. Even if the star just gets you 10 stars and then you get another chart where you get a star. And even at the end of the year when you get 8 million charts of 4,000 stars and you get a dollar. Okay, they will work hard. So you're showing them Mavater, Mavater. And you put your names on the chart. Tati, Mommy. And every time you're Mavater, you get a star. This is Avi Fishoff and I can be reached at twistedparenting at AOL.com.